0: What's up? What's up? Yeah, yeah. Look at that. I love that. I love these. Okay, it is Friday, October 15th, 2021. This show happens each and every weekday in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric's This is
1: Kate,
2: otherwise known as the Duchess of, New Jersey.
0: Duchess of New Jersey. And I'm not
2: busy hanging out at the beach. Telling people off or watching someone pump gas for me.
0: Oh, getting mad I at Eric the
2: Eric Zane Show podcast.
0: Yeah. It's and riveting. Now,
2: I'd like to introduce the star of the show. Eric Zane. Mm. It's riveting.
0: Okay. It's a noisy audio clip. Gotta redo that one. Okay, uh, welcome, welcome to you. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show Podcast. 678th time That I have started this thing Originating right here It is a daily show where I discuss news Nonsense And my personal adventures Monday through Friday uh, Approaching nearly 20 hours Of material um, Originating like live You know, originally Originating originally Wait, what? just a, a lot going on this week I did a bonus podcast with Don Kern uh world record holder from the Metro Health Grand Rapids Marathon um I uh, I'm recording today at 2 p.m with Carl from who are these podcasts we are going to roast Dave and Chuck the freak radio show in Detroit Michigan and I don't want to say much of anything about the roasting that will take place about this highly successful show, which features, um, Andy green, who I think is, uh, probably he doesn't, he's not really in the crosshairs when I discussed the show. Andy green is actually pretty damn funny. It's Dave and Chuck and uh, Lisa, I think is her name, who's on that show, and it it just is horrible. Look, I've already said something about it. it's just it's just one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. It's the third time I've been on Who Are These podcasts, and I've had to review two other shows that were very bad, but this is a radio show that we're reviewing as we do during October, and um, it was the most mentally taxing thing I've had to endure when it comes to this show. All right. So there you go. I might have Carl in here if he can get his, his ass up today. I reached out to him kind of uh, to uh, promote that show, which will be available for download on Sunday. All right. Now, plenty to get into Today. Um, you see on the title of this podcast, if you're looking at the live stream, it says Rogan V. Sanjay Gupta. He is the, um, doctor slash talking head. You've been hearing him and, uh, seeing him for years. He's on CNN and he is in, in front of Joe Rogan and Rogan made him squirm. Oh no. Uh, Rogan's big thing was, um, that when CNN did the story about Rogan getting sick, they, uh, they said that Rogan, uh, it's in the clip took a horse dewormer and that's, that's not what he did. And so (laughs) he says to Goop, how do you feel working for an organization that, that, uh, that lied? And he's trying to get out of it. And he's just, oh, God. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. Whoo! So I'll, I'll get to that in a little bit. I'm, I'm saving that one. It's something to look forward to. It'll be the, Actually, like, one of the last things we do. So if you're like, well, where is it? Get to it. Get to it. Yeah, I, I am going to save it. Ball writes, it was beautiful. It was beautiful because, um, uh, I, I think it was the, uh, precision and how you keep seeing Gupta ch- just trying to inches way away from it <laughs> and Rogan comes like, no, hold, hold on it and pulls him back in <laughs> It was spectacular. One of the, one of the best things I've seen in a long time. Uh, I, I'm not even talking about the, uh, um uh, I'm only talking about the meticulousness at which he does that. Uh, you know, I still think that um, it's it's the wrong thing to do to take Ivermectin as opposed to getting the vaccine. And I think he was uh, uh, stupid in talking about it the way he did. Because most morons, first of all, Ivermectin, it's, uh, th- there is no evidence that that shit does anything to anyone. When it comes to fighting COVID, none, none. Now I know you've got your, uh, what are those called? PubMed articles, whatever the fuck it is, the stupid things that mean nothing to me. So don't send them. Um, but, um, you know, when you just blurt out, Ivermectin, Ivermectin, every idiot that lives in every small burg wearing a MAGA hat is going to put a horse paste in their body and probably die. Or they'll take the, uh, they'll take the doctor uh, prescribed version of it for human consumption and take way too much because that medicine is supposed to be consumed very 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 minute doses so you're getting people that get sick uh from from uh, overdosing on it and possibly dying so that's how i feel about that so he's still a piece of shit because he's a fucking moron and he's uh, perpetuating a uh, uh, bullshit cures for it um but what he did to Gupta was fantastic. Oh my God. I loved it. It was absolutely great. So Aram says, can you share the link to the creep off podcast episode? Um, yeah, absolutely. I'll leave that in the show notes of this audio podcast. I don't want to grab it right this second, but, um, that was, uh, last week I appeared on that show. Um, um, with Vinny Paulino and Carl it was awesome and uh then i got ripped off because then the audience is supposed to vote as to uh who the uh who the who has the best creep and i was winning that vote and then through some weird uh, uh glitch in the matrix i ended up losing that that vote so um i have been asked to be back on the creep off again coming up uh, monday so i'm going to make another appearance on that show on Monday. All right. As I sit here, you can't see O'Neal, but he's uh, in a chair right now. And uh, he is looking at me and he's grunting. He's going, oh. So you can't see him. You can't hear him. But he's looking at me and his ears are up with his beagle face. His beagles. And, and he's he's going, Oh. 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 Oh while I do that right now, his head's tilting. He's like, wait, wait, are you talking to me? What? Huh? So I think he wants to go out. No, I can't. Dude, mom is not here. I can't help you. Did you take a dump this morning? So uh, just be warned. If he really starts to bug me, that means he's got to go, uh, you know, take a dump and that might be a problem. So I'm just letting you know ahead of time that, uh, if you're uh, enjoying the live stream, there'll be an intermission For me to take this stupid dog out. I'm sorry, you're not stupid to go poo. Come on, just go to sleep, hold it. It'll it'll you know, it'll be fine. If you can just give me a break for a little while here. What do you think? No? Yes? Oh my god. I hate it when he's looking at me. He's looking at me going, let me out, fuckhead. I gotta take a dope. Jason says he's working up a greaser. Oh, no. He is not relaxed at all. Normally, he's sound asleep right now. Now, he's wandering over here. Dude, I'm going to give you five minutes to get to just relax. Just lay down, please. Can you go to sleep? Uh, there's always an intermission. Kill two birds with one stone. Go pee at the same time. All right, he's laying down. I hope he gets... Uh... Takes it easy. All right. Uh, as you know, the show is available on uh, many uh, spots. Live stream, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Uh, follow me on Facebook. Like the page is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thanks to the audience on Twitch. I'm sorry, on Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT, and then YouTube, brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance, please. Subscribe to the channel, bell notification, thumbs up button, off you go. Enjoying the show live each and every morning at about the same time. All right. Hold on a second, let me reach out to Carl here. Are you down for a 9 a.m. appearance this morning? Question mark. I'll send you the link, period. However, I know you're busy getting ready for the show. Dot, dot, dot. So if you cannot, I understand. Pretty standard. Uh, He's used to it. Where I like, hey, I need you on my show. Like right before. I don't even plan it ahead of time. I'm just like minutes before. I'm going to send you a link. All right. So, uh, yeah. And as well, of course, wherever you download audio podcasts, Eric, Zane, uh, Eric Zane show or on my website, EricZaneShow.com. You can uh, subscribe to the audio podcast there. Thank you very much. If you've done that in advance, if you don't even listen to the audio podcast, that's okay. I would really like it. If you did subscribe though, please, no matter how you consume the show, if you would subscribe to the other uh, options, that would be great too, that I get internet points for all that stuff and the live streams moving to Twitch. I've told you in the past, one place to get the uh, Twitch stream, twitch.com slash Eric Zane. Forget that. Uh, Unbookmark that. Twitch.com slash Eric Zane live. That's what you do. Go there and follow that page. That's all you have to do. Uh, Still in the process of... uh, Working out the, um, setting up the page. It, uh, it, it is a bit of a job, but, uh, I have two people that work on it for me. Hang on a second. Live stream 9 AM. Thanks. Okay. Send that off to Carl. And we are in business. So that'll be uh, happening. I don't know when exactly. I imagine a matter of weeks. We'll have that all secured and ready to go. But the show is going to look nice. It's going to be a uh, better appearance. I'm going to have many different options. In fact, um, I won't have to rely on the signs behind me to get the messages out from the uh, for the sponsors. Um, I can. I'm actually going to have it on the screen, superimposed. It's going to be a nice background, very dynamic. Uh, a lot of uh, different options. On that uh, on that uh, stream on Twitch, so I'm looking forward to that twitch.com slash Eric Zane live. Yesterday I told you about Andrew and Brian in the gym. These two guys, uh, uh, they're I mean really really in shape, uh, strong dudes. Every day, uh, lifting a ton of weights, and um, there's like a, a a joke between them and me where uh, my feeble face will show up and say all right guys uh it's time for me to teach you a thing or two about lifting weights i mean these guys are i mean seriously they they are strong strong individuals they're the ones i told you about who really love the story of uh jimmy the vietnam vet with the low hanging ball sack who helped me uh break into my locker while nude standing behind me and bleeding all over me told that story yesterday it's a classic I've told it before many times uh, they love that story. And uh, this all happens because um, happened because they had said to me, they go, hey, are you still doing a podcast? And I go, yeah, in fact, I'm going to mention you. So yesterday I mentioned uh, I did do that, and then I told that story. And they, uh, as I walked into the gym uh, yesterday, the following day, I see Brian, I go, Brian, I talked about you. I told the story of Jimmy, and I, uh, and I talked about you. And I, I go, I'm going to send you the audio podcast. I said, give me your phone number. And I sent him the right there. I sent it to him. And then as I'm doing that, Andrew walks in for, to join the workout. He just walks into the Y and I hear him laughing. Oh, he actually saw it and and listened to it. He goes, Oh my God. So it's all like coming together right there. He, he, he caught everything about that. And so he's like, dude, you got to hear this. Holy shit. Oh my God. He's doing an impression of Jimmy with the low hanging balls. And when I was holding the truck nuts and uh, up to my uh, uh, waist there or whatever, and doing my impersonation to Jimmy. So um, after filling that, you know, this whole dynamic now, Brian is like, oh God, well now I got to hear it right now. So then uh, I'm lifting weights and from across the gym in the on the gym floor at the YMCA, I hear my voice and they're actually watching the Facebook uh, live stream playback when, uh, when that whole moment was going on. And so I'm dropping F-bombs and these guys don't give a shit. They're listening to it wide open in the gym. And I'm like, oh dude. So that that was weird to be lifting weights, hearing yourself while two meatheads are watching your show, laughing their ass off. And then I said to him, I go, I got you. You guys are mine now. This is, this is going to be part of your uh, daily routine. They go, oh yeah, for sure, man. We're hooked. So Welcome to Andrew and Brian the meat-headed gym rats from the YMCA. Uh moving on. This morning, bleeding heart Brian pissed me off bad. Ugh. So, I made the I was having the uh I made the argument yesterday. When I was discussing um, my sponsor, Prince Arming, uh, you should carry a pistol concealed in the event, in the unlikely event, that some maniac uh, loses his mind at the grocery store or shows up with a bow and arrow and starts shooting people like what happened in Norway this week. And, uh, you know, I mean, I I, I realize that that is a very rare thing, but let's just say something like that happens. What are you going to do? Run? call the police, hide, it would be a fantastic thing if you had a pistol. That's it. That's all I said. And I've used the term sheepdogs because that's the term that's used for people who run towards danger. Some of you are. Okay? Asshole, while he's driving on the overnight, uh, sends me this bit of snark. I wake up. I grab my phone first thing every morning. What's going on in the world? I see the Dodgers uh, beat the uh uh Giants. I see the fucking Red Wings blew it, which I'm going to talk about in a second. That was fucking horrible. And then so I was pissed off because of that and then I see dick faces text. Stop pretending you're going to be some savior to a mass shooting or other tragic event. Oh god, it's pissing me off all over again. A sidearm for personal protection, yes. To be a sheepdog that stops the bad guy, it just doesn't happen like you want it to. Well, uh, I I don't want it to, asshole. Um, I don't I don't sit there and say I hope a mass shooting happens so that I can run in, you fucking dick. Oh, you know, I I apologize for what I wrote, which I'm about to reveal right now. But now I now I feel like I sh- I shouldn't have. Uh, I feel like I should have said fuck you again. Yeah, I don't sit there and want a mass shooting to happen, you stupid son of a bitch. I wrote, fuck off, Brian. I'm not even kidding. He wrote, blah, blah, blah. And then he wrote, cheap dogs only exist in your fantasy world. So I'm like fantasizing that I'm going to go in and shoot bad guys. When you're getting your rocks off, firing your BB gun. Like you motherfucker. And then he wrote, you're a moody bitch this morning. And then I, again, I always get remorse. Why do I do that? Now I wish I hadn't. I wrote, sorry, I just woke up. I didn't mean that. Now I'm going the other way. No, I I did mean that, you fuck. And then he writes, what was that about you not overreacting yesterday? So now he's fucking doubling down. I'm like, I don't know. Shut up. Oh, that pissed me off bad. Mmm. Oh. Yeah, so there you go. That's, uh, that's. That's welcome to my world. I got stupid fucking Dirk sending me fake studies about ivermectin on, on one hand. And then I got a piece of shit Brian sending me shit texts like that. Fucking A. The mystery of who attached the truck nuts to my car deepens. I have no idea who that was. All I know is somebody walked onto my property and hung those truck nuts over my head onto the back of my bumper and, uh, put a, uh, magnet on the bumper that said driver has huge testicles. While I was driving to the YMCA, I couldn't figure out why people were laughing at me as I drove the six miles from my house to the YMCA on Wednesday. Uh, I just assumed. This is a Pellerito thing. Let's see here. Um, but the plot. Kind of thickens today. Because uh, Mike. Mike uh, wrote in. For the record. I did not truck nut you. Might be a Dean thing. Could this be a Dean thing? I don't know. I think he, didn't he already deny it? I, I don't think anybody's going to claim responsibility on this. Uh. So uh, yes. All right. Uh. Pellerito says he had nothing to do with it. All right. Still funny. Last night. Opening night for the Red Wings. Hosting the Stanley Cup champion, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. I was doing the podcast with Ben, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which featured, uh, uh, John Jismingo, donut, 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 fat, fat, fat. He was, uh, very fun. It was good to see him on there. By the way, I think he, uh, the word on the street is I think he said something about an Eric Zane, uh, soundboard. And, uh, he says that he, uh, he, uh, he's, he's like establishing a, a bunch of different, uh, clips of me. He writes that, uh, if you're, uh, something, if you're doing that, he Pellerito has a huge library of my sound if you want it. And then he, you won't have to search out anything to add. He says he already has it all. So I can, uh, put you two in contact with each other while doing that show, everybody lost their mind because uh Larkin got a goal early so it's 1 nothing Red Wings. Uh then uh it's 2 nothing. Then it's 3 nothing. The Red Wings are rolling. Okay? Then it uh it was 3 to 1 and then uh there was a moment where Larkin, the captain, he got checked from behind. And uh, then when he after he got hit, it kind of uh, rattled his cage a little bit as he was smashed into the boards. He got up and slugged the guy in the face who did it to him. He got a match penalty, five and a match. So he's out of the game, but the Lightning got two minor penalties during the skirmish, so that means it's four on three Red Wings. They score again. They go up four to one. So then it is uh, four on four. Uh, actually, after after the, all the ex- penalties expired for the Lightning, it was uh, five on four for five minutes, and fucking Stamkos scores two goals during the uh, major because uh, you know once you score a goal during a major, you you still play a man down, so it's five on it's four to uh, four to three just like that. Bertuzzi ends up getting a hat-trick. Actually, he scores four goals in the game. And with six minutes to go, the Red Wings are up six to three. Six minutes to go in the third period. Red Wings defense left uh, let their goalie hang out to dry all fucking game long. And you can't do that against Tampa. Tampa scores three goals in six minutes. Son of a bitch! They tie it. It goes to overtime. Three on three in the overtime. Detroit doesn't even touch the puck in the overtime. Tampa fucking scores. Seven to six. Son of a bitch. Shut up, Dirk. Unbelievable. That was... uh, You know what? That's on Larkin. Uh, Honestly. You can't... Retaliate. you're the captain of the team. You got to be smart about these things. My God. Oops, all right. Nick says, all of this is gibberish to me. Well, you should fucking pay attention. You should get on board, man. Uh, Dirk says, I haven't sent you shit, drama queen. Oh, dude, come on. You mean Recently. I I, I do recall I do recall when you were busy sending me non-stop article after article where I then quietly and quickly dismantled you with every single one of them and hurt your feelings and then suddenly you went silent I'm muting you Eric Zane (laughs) shut up Tyler says, what's up with Tampa? They were stomped by Pittsburgh Tuesday and barely beat a young rebuilding Red Wings team. Well, eh, who knows? Who cares? they won two Stanley Cups. Chris writes, it was a great game. Eh, it might have been fun to watch. but There was a lot wrong with that game. Come on. Uh, speaking of hockey, tonight, uh, I will be at uh, the local super spreader event. Uh, no restrictions whatsoever. Michigan has turned into the great bastion of COVID. Did you know in the state of Michigan right now, there is an 11% transmission rate. So roughly, uh, if there's, you know, 11,000 people packed into a building for extended time with an 11% transmission rate, oh my God, what the fuck are we doing? Why do we not have it that you have to be vaccinated and you have to show proof Here in the great uh, state of Michigan. Why? We were doing so well. So everybody's going to get sick tonight. Uh, Bring a mask. Holy crap. I will be uh, uh, ringside. Back to my original job of doing PA. I'm very excited to, uh, to at least do that. But it is a little strange. I think it's 580 some days since we've gotten together in that capacity. It will be a sold-out crowd, a ton of people there, and listen to this story. One of the Red Wings prospects is Jonathan Berggren. Thank you to uh, a couple of people sent this along, and I, and I don't always thank people when I get the stories, but this one I I well especially I, it's important to thank Jason Schaefer. I think he got butt hurt the other day because he didn't get credit.
2: I shouldn't credit you. Didn't thank me
1: for any story, though.
0: Jason and uh, Mike Ball sent it along. Uh, Bergren is like he's like twenty, maybe twenty-one, and uh, yeah, he's twenty-one. He's fresh off the boat from Sweden. He doesn't know where the hell he is. Uh, New town. Yeah, him and his girlfriend. At least has got her. Uh, goes through camp with the Red Wings. Red Wings say, sorry, uh, you still need some seasoning. We're sending you to Grand Rapids. And he's a uh, Jonathan Berggren's a stud. He's going to be playing uh, in the NHL before too long. The cupboard is full for the Red Wings. They have so many, so many talented young people uh, in their organization. Berggren is one of them. The poor guy uh, they, they say to him, all right, man, uh, you're going to Grand Rapids just two hours down the road. You can't miss it. Uh, things got off the rails, off the rails, though. Um, he, he speaks English as a second language, obviously. Um, he showed up in the wrong Grand Rapids. From Bergeron. Uh, Berg, or from the article about him, Bergman says that he packed the rental car together with his girlfriend Tildy before they rolled south. She told me to enter the arena's address in the GPS, but I could not find it. We only enter Grand Rapids, so we can apply for it when we arrive. I said it. It said Grand Rapids, OH, and I had never heard it before. But wow, there's probably only one Grand Rapids in the United States. I thought, and this one was two hours from Detroit. And they told me it would take about two hours from Detroit. Uh, According to winging it Motown, Grand Rapids, Ohio is just two hours from Detroit. So it's not terribly outlandish to think that a 21 year old Swede who isn't driving in the U S to get mixed up. But when Bergeron and his girlfriend arrived in Ohio, that's when things get funny. So it felt damn nice when they were only 20 minutes left, but still odd in some way. I've read about Grand Rapids and it's supposed to be pretty big, but this looks like village. When will the city come? Once we entered Grand Rapids, we were met by farmers as well. We checked it out and there are only 700 people living in that small cave. That is fantastic. Um, Yeah, so the guy went to the wrong place, and then he's like, oh, no. I've done it. This is ridiculous. So Berggren had to uh, get in the car and head all the way to this Grand Rapids. Welcome to Hockey Town West. Not Hockey Town South in Ohio. All right. Thanks to each and uh, every one of you for joining this live and joining it uh, in the pre-recorded version that is available to download. And uh, my goodness, so happy that you are all here. And uh, as always, keep in mind that the Patreon bonus podcast happens after this one. A Friday edition of the Patreon bonus podcast will be happening uh, not too long after I get done with this one. I got to kind of regroup, figure out what I'm talking about. and Then, boom, I'll let you know on Patreon when I'm about to go live. And then uh, off we go. So basically, if you listen to this show and then maybe you're like, oh, God, man, I got a lot of hours in the day left. I don't know what the hell else to listen to. Uh, you might want to consider the Patreon because I put about 15 hours of material up every single week on there. It includes the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which we got done yesterday, and I have to post that still. Um, the uh, Lost Zane Recordings, got to post that still today. Not to mention the Zane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. The Patreon bonus podcast, which is more of this, and then the Lost Zane Recordings Full three-hour radio shows from my days at 107.3 WBBL. Good news, O'Neill is asleep. Thank God. Hope he doesn't have to poop. That'd be incredible uh, incredibly uncomfortable to try to sleep while you have to poop. He's a dog. He's used to it. Hang on. All right. The open and the live stream of this show. Uh, Brought to you this time around by Horizon Hydroponics. If you grow anything, go to H-O-R-I-Z-E-N Hydroponics.com. So if you're growing flowers, vegetables, probably not, or cannabis, probably. uh, This is who you need to make sure that you have a bountiful harvest. Uh, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. You can order from anywhere in the U.S. and have it delivered for free if the order is over $250 or more. You can also order online and pick it up if you're in the area. Uh, That way you save the shipping cost. That's fine. They got stores in Grand Rapids, Byron Center, Kalamazoo, and Lansing. Damn it. Hang on. Sorry. All right. And if you use the coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout, it'll save you 10%. Love that. In fact, I'll be heading over there very soon to do um, another edition of um, Growers 101 with John and his handlebar mustache from Horizon Hydroponics. All right, you've got a trusted source for insurance. Uh, Gone are the days when you just have to figure out what you're buying on your own and uh, you're dealing with somebody from some big gigantic company that spends way too much money on advertising uh i have a a easier way Uh, that's going to save you a lot of time and a lot of money it is my policy shop insurance frank fuss is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker uh, you call him 616-914-4070. Call or text 616-914-4070. And he's going to get you into the right policy for you. Whether it be a Medicare policy with a supplemental policy so that you have complete coverage. Whether it be through your employer's insurance. He can give you all the advice you need. You're buying it on the marketplace. You know, Obamacare like I do. He takes care of everything. You just say, hey, it's time to renew. What do I do? And he says, ah, don't worry about it. I'll do it. And all of this is free. Okay? No matter where you are in the U.S., call Frank. He'll help you out. If he's in a state, if you're calling from a state or reaching out from a state that he's not licensed in, he'll put you in touch with the right person. It's everything at his disposal. Every single one of you should be utilizing his expertise. 616-914-4070. Healthcare like uh, health insurance, life insurance, dental, medicare, obamacare, car, whatever it is. buyinsurancehere.com is the website you want to go to. You can fill out the form or just call them or text them 616 914 And then uh we got comedy at fullhousecomedy.com. If you want to go see a show, go to fullhousecomedy.com, hit events locally in West Michigan, and buy your tickets. Uh, Sam M. is in the house. Um, let's see here. Now, first of all, Dirk says, you didn't dismantle shit. Oh, and PubMed is where providers post their findings so they can uh, can be compared. That's how science works. You're full of shit. Uh, that is a search engine. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, as usual. Uh, Sam M says, not giving a shit about the flu. Like every other year, pussy, he refers to me. Uh, and then he says, dude, scared of the woo flu, despite being like 30 times more likely to die in his car on the way to the super spreader event. So this show is not immune to idiots. Uh, I've made no bones about it. There are a number of brain dead, uh, invalids who listen to this show. Okay, and uh, we're all on the same page here. You're a jackass. I'm right. Uh, You're going to win a Herman Cain award and I'm going to put a hand grenade in your coffin. Sam follows up with, I get it, though. He still trusts the news because he's been used to trusting it for decades. Yeah, you assume a lot about me. I trust my physician, stupid shit. Uh, ask your doctor, run your run it by your doctor, all the stupid shit you just said, and he's going to smack you with his big dick right in the face, jackass. All right. I also see a discussion by the motorcycle riders. Uh, Nick and Chris, apparently you're going to go ride today, boys. Yes. I should have rode my motorcycle in today. It's so warm out this morning, but I didn't want to miss the show. Oh, thank you, Nick. I appreciate that. Sam does not trust his doc. He says, oh, you mean the guy who gets paid by the drug companies to push pills. All right. Let me ask you something, asshole. So if you break your arm, are you going to go to the doctor? Yes, why? You, you, well, he's got to be pushing something, right? Why do you even go? Uh, different topic. Aaron writes, why do you want the passive safety on your carry pistol? Just another thing to do in order to save everyone? Uh, not sure what he means by that. Chris says, my brother's doctor prescribed ivermectin. Well... Yeah, it, hair, there you go. Occasionally, uh, a few moron doctors do fall through the cracks, but if your brother's following the advice of an idiot doctor prescribing ivermectin, well, then knock yourselves out. It doesn't work. Everybody knows that. That is an, that is an absolute disaster. It does nothing. All right. Uh, John writes, terrible analogies are terrible. Well, thank you. I'm glad you agree with me. Where have you been? All right. We are having a time today. All right. How'd you like to be 99 years old and nailing a hole in one? This happened in New Zealand. All right, here you go. We can check this out together, and you can see for yourself what is going on here. This is one of my favorite stories. Now uh, we got to pay attention here again. Ninety-nine year old guy hanging out with his bro buddies at some golf course, and uh, he—it's like a hundred and forty-yard hole, and he crushes it and uh, and sinks it. But it, there was a problem because he was really impatient. This guy apparently, the old timer when he fired it because uh, he had another group that were, that were also friends and playing ahead of him. They were taking too fucking long. So he just unloaded the shot. Competing on the golf course aged 99 is an achievement in itself. But tonight we want to introduce you to a remarkable near centenarian who's just completed a stunning feat most players can only dream of. Hugh Brown is the toast of Indrapilli Golf Club after a sublime hole-in-one Sublime came 61 years after his first ace.
3: I'm, I'm about to putt. We're all here. He shouldn't have hit. Meet John. He's about to reenact Friday's drama at Indrapilly. I'll show you. When Hugh's ball rolled onto his green. Came gently rolling down the hill. Into the hole. While I was standing there. What did you think? I <laughs> came <laughs> okay, man. All right. And I just
0: get- That's the guy. Hugh. Uh, he's old. You can't talk. And you know what else he can't do? He can't wipe his face. He has the biggest—it's so gross—the biggest accumulation of white spit jizz flying out of the corner of his mouth, out of his mouth. It's not those little tiny balls. It's like hu- a huge streak of spit jizz. Oh my
3: God! On the eye on, and I oh heard, Jesus! They're annoyed because I hit up on them. <laughs> if you're not a golfer, let us explain. It's Dude. not good etiquette to hit up on other groups. But, you see, Hugh is just two months shy of his 100th birthday. He doesn't usually whack it that far. He hits it, <laughs> he hits it pretty well. I have to admit, for 99 years old, to let it
0: rip like that, if it wasn't for the spitballs, I would like him. But it's it's horrible.
3: Uh, hole blue five is 140 meters long. I said, where's the ball? It was indeed a hole in one by what's thought to be the oldest Australian golfer to ever achieve the feat. His mates won a drink, although this round was much cheaper than when Hugh last shouted the bar in 1960. I think it cost me £15. I'm getting sick. Look at this. Which was a lot of money in those days. (laughs) Oh, no need for the wallet today as Hugh returned to blue five. That's the end of that one. He lost the ball and this time needed the putter for a triple bogey six. But over 18 holes, the 99-year-old again beat his mates. Thanks, Hugh. Well Thanks, done again. The self-proclaimed old and bold members who play three times a week. Sometimes she's trying a favour. Oh. Jonathan Upton, 9 News. Congrats on the hole
0: in one. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, if you're listening to the audio podcast, it's very important that you, that you need to, uh, go to the, um, uh, show notes and, and click on that, on that story. Uh, Adam says he's a cannibal. Reginald writes, they need to treat this man's rabies. And, uh, Looks pretty good for ninety nine, says Jason. Yeah, but it's fucking horrible. It that was gross. The amount of of uh, of secretions coming out of that guy's face. It was really really rough. All right, uh, Sam still uh, uh, crying. Many many more people are dying because of pharmaceuticals than the woo flu. Shut up! Just shut up! One problem at a time. You're the problem. Ugh. All right. Brett Favre is in a ton of shit. Oh, my God. Uh, this, uh, this one is, is pretty interesting here. Uh, uh Brett Favre... Uh... Boy, this is this is really remarkable that this is all coming out. I uh, I I saw how um, an auditor is demanding that he return eight hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars in quote illegally spent welfare funds. Wait, what? Uh, Farv, who's kind of a dipshit, um. So, you guys probably like him. Has to give this money back. Money that should have gone to needy families. Uh, Mississippi State Auditor Shad White said in a statement this week he received $1.1 million in funds from two nonprofits whose founders has have since been indicted on state and federal charges for their alleged role in the largest embezzlement scheme in state of Mississippi history. Now. Okay. First of all, uh, I think um, Favre is kind of a degenerate from what I can gather. And I'm basing this on uh, the size of his nose and who, cause he, uh, he, he's a spokesperson for one of these casino operations. So I think he's a degenerate gambler and his nose is big, gigantic bulbous at the end and red. And it, it, that's the sign of an alcoholic. So I think he's, he drinks way too fucking much. And the, the impression I get is that he's penniless. Okay. And, uh, and stupid as hell. He did a cameo for some white supremacy group because uh, they, they told him to use a bunch of coded language and, he, and the dumbass fell for it on Cameo and sitting there, and, and Favre's an idiot, so coded it could have been uh, saying that they're going to lynch somebody and he was probably supporting it because he's such a dumbass. So it doesn't surprise me at all. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if Favre uh, was involved in this scheme but didn't know he was involved in a scheme. Like, he's that dumb. I think Brett Favre is a fucking fool. So anyway... Um the uh state said that Favre accepted the cash for speaking engagements that he never attended. So uh it's kind of like a mob no-show job I guess, huh? I I've, I've heard this story before, uh, but I think it's kind of continued to progress. Uh that uh, he attended for an organization called Families First for Mississippi. And that's a scam. It is a nonprofit. profit that uh, was made to scam people. Uh, Farb says, "I I didn't know. He didn't know that the funds were illegal when he accepted sec- when he accepted them. So apparently, the uh, organization collected a bunch of cash from unsuspecting victims, who then uh, Farb would show up for the speaking engagement and use his name to try to get people to give more money. As far as I can understand, I don't know." Uh, months after news of the scandal first broke last year. Yeah, that's right. I was talking about last year. The auditor announced in May, May of 2020, that Favre had returned a portion of the funds. The um, state said they believed at the time that Favre was acting in quote, quote, good faith and that they had seen no records indicating Favre knew that um, the program that served as the source for the money he was paid uh, was, a, was in fact, a scam. However, uh, the tide has turned on old Brett, saying that the recipients of the misspent temporary assistance for needy family funds, including Favre and Favre Enterprises, must repay the money within 30 days or face a civil lawsuit. So he gave a little bit of it back, but didn't give a lot of it back. So they're like, Hey, you still owe us like a over $800,000. That money was obtained illegally. You must give that back to the state. And uh, then we do with it what we will. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, I'm guessing they would donate it to uh, the appropriate organizations, but this is a p- complete scam, but I can promise you that fucker spent all the money on whatever. Um, this afternoon, the story was, uh, it's a couple of days old. Mississippi Today's Anna Wolf reported that the letter far received from the state said that the illegal expenditures and unlawful dispositions were made when you knew or had reason to know the exercise of reasonable diligence that the expenditures were illegal and or the dispositions were unlawful. Today, uh, the state cited the completion of a federal forensic audit audit of the Mississippi Department of Human Services as the impetus for the demand letters. Uh, MDHS's former executive director, John Davis, is awaiting trial on embezzlement charges. So uh, they need uh, money from Brett Favre. Others who are looking, who they need money from. Former WWE wrestler, Ted DiBiase Sr., known as the Million Dollar Man. He must... they. Basically, they released a uh, a whole list of famous people in and around the area in the state of Mississippi who are scamming the state. They said DiBiase owes seven hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars that he was paid um, from an organization that obtained money through unscrupulous means. His son, um, Ted DiBiase Jr., he owes three point nine million dollars. So basically, I guess the way they get they uh, they they uh, make money in Mississippi. Is go to anybody who is reasonably famous or was reasonably famous and basically say, hey, how'd you get all your money? And then they find out that they scam—they were involved in some scam and then they have to pay the money back. The entire DiBiase family owes. It's Brett Favre, Ted DiBiase Sr. and his two kids. Each owe millions of dollars. Oh my God. So we'll see about this if uh if if Favre pays it back. I, I, I'm guessing he doesn't have two nickels to rub together. He just seems to me to be the type that is uh that is completely broke. Uh Reginald writes, everybody has the price. The one and a legendary Ted DiBiase. Uh all right. Uh we got a joke about what did Brett what what did Favre do? More dick pics? Common ground, Zane. Favre is a dick, right? Sam M. Uh, this person writes, Zane talking about nose sizes, pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, but I didn't get mine. The good Lord gave me mine. I didn't just, he didn't have a big nose, Brett Favre. He drank himself into a Jimmy Durante nose. Okay. Kyle wrote, geez, even Vince Meal isn't that dumb. Uh, All right. Uh, Dean also, okay, there's Dean's comment. Uh, James says, see you Sunday at paintball. Who are you coming with? O'Neal, what's up, buddy? Oh, my God, I feel so bad for this dog. Uh, They were speaking fees, but he never actually was speaking. He absolutely knew it was a scam, says Chris. What up, buddy? I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Uh, All right. I want to let this dog out, but I can't because I'm in the middle of this podcast. And Carl's going to be joining me in like a minute. Can you wait just another couple? I feel so terrible. I can't even concentrate. You can just go on the carpet if you want. No, don't do that. All right. Affordable Limousine says they want you for... uh, If you want to drive, if you have a, if you have a, um, experience, if you're an experienced driver with a class B license with passenger endorsements, uh, it's time to sign up at buscareers.com buscareers.com fill out the form and you could be driving before you know it, making about twice as much money. As uh, what you're making, doing whatever you're doing right now. Driving a dump truck, a cement mixer, uh, brats on a, uh, on a school bus. Uh, whatever it may be. Drive for affordable limousine. They're expanding their um, uh, um, number of drivers. They want to triple the size of what's out on the road right now. Expanding the business. Buscareers.com. Go there. Fill out the form. And see where that takes you. Okay. There you go. All right. I am going to let the dog out. Uh, okay. I'll put this. Oh, yes. That was spectacular. I tell you what. Two dumps. Uh, dog, each to uh, O'Neill and Bruce went poo and pee. Oh, thank God. Let's, uh, let's bring in Carl from Who Are These Podcasts.
1: Have you ever had to uh, take a break in your show? I've ever had two minutes of dead air? No. I've never done that in my life. Yeah. That, was, that was shocking. Yeah. That's, um,
0: I had an uh, audio music bed to play, and I, yeah, I
1: put I it on so loop.
0: That. Yeah, I heard, I heard it, some of it that. Just it just stopped. It's it's supposed to loop, but it did not. So that's embarrassing.
1: Eric, when you book your guests, do you always give them one hour notice, or do you usually like reach out to them maybe days in advance? Give well, how does that work? Here's here's how it went.
0: Yeah. Uh, two days ago, I went. I should invite Carl on so we can promote the show, but Here I know you, he's. I, I thought to myself, but he's probably going to be working on it day of. Yeah. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to screw you up. And then this morning, though, I rethought it, and I went, Ah, screw him. He, he, he's going to be, he would be great on the show. So then I, I decided
1: then, so that's how it worked. So you could always ask, right? That's the whole point of asking, Hey Carl, can you give me the show? I'm busy. I'm, I'm prepping for the show. You know,
0: I know. I know. I didn't want to, I didn't, because I'm always afraid that if I asked someone, um, see, cause this is how I would, I would do it. And then even if it meant it, it like screwed me up, you're probably a little bit, uh, Better than me, and would be like, no, I I can say no. I'm always afraid to say no to people, so I think that you would do the same thing. That you would do it and then compromise yourself, and I would feel bad
1: about that. Well, that's true. I do. I don't say no to people. I've made (laughs) I've made that a rule in podcasting for myself. When people ask me to do stuff, I just do it. (laughs) Which is probably a dumb idea, but all right. Well, uh true form, though, this has kind of
0: been the way it's been. Usually, day of, I'll hey, can you join me in 15 minutes?
1: Yeah, the, every time I come on your show, it's been like that. Every single time, I've been on the treadmill, and you're like, "Hey, you want to hop on the show?" I'm like, uh, sure. Let me stop sweating for a minute. I'll, I'll pop on. Okay, Carl,
0: uh, your show has continued to grow. Who are these podcasts? And the Creep Off podcast with Vinny Paulino. We had a fun time doing that show. Uh, I'm trying to turn as many people onto that as well. That's a fun list, and it's only like an hour and ten hour and fifteen minutes at most. Yeah, we try uh, one- to
1: keep those ones short. They've they've gotten longer. When you were on as a guest, you were fantastic. Thank you. When we have guests on, they tend to run a little longer because what we do is we each present who we think is a creep in a certain category. So for you, it was radio personalities. And we said, okay, who's the creepiest radio personality? And Minnie brought in some ridiculous British (laughs) guy that was never convicted of anything. So that was a terrible story. Uh, I brought in an amazing story that was compelling and interesting. And then Eric Zane just told some anecdotal, whatever story. Anecdotal,
0: anecdotal, you say. Okay, gotcha. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and Then next next thing you know, Eric Zane's winning the voting. Until I came in and stole it at the last minute because uh, the creep was interactive. People go on our website and they vote for whoever had the best creep that week or the biggest creep. And then there are consequences to it. I hear that you're going on with Vinny this Monday while I'm on vacation.
0: Yeah, you're uh, you're you're taking some time off. So he invited me in, and uh, so so Vinny and I have started to hit it off a little bit. And, uh, so yeah, I'll be on that show. We'll record, uh, on Monday and I'll, uh, direct everybody to check it out. And yeah, it's a, it's a
1: lot of fun. I enjoy how it does, how it, how it moves. It's great. So I'll let everybody know who's listening to the Eric Zane show that Eric's going to do the show on Monday. It'll be live on YouTube at noon. If you want to watch from the creep off channel, it'll also be a podcast later that day. You go on the creep and you vote for either Eric Zane or Vinnie Paulino, You don't have to listen to the show. You can just go out and vote. We're not going to test <laughs> No, we're, we're not gonna ask any questions to make sure you listen to the show. Now, what's cool about this is that if Vinny Paulino, my co-host, loses to Eric Zane, he has to do the polar plunge, which is a thing that we have here in uh, Rochester, New York, where you jump into Lake Ontario in February. And uh Vinny's a heavy set guy. This might kill him. Yeah. So I implore everyone to go and vote for Eric Zane.
0: Um, uh, well, wait a minute here. Now, what's interesting is I uh, I said to him, I go, Vinny, how come, you know, uh, I don't have any consequences. And he goes, well, if you want to jump into the lake with me, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I said, I go, I go, you know what? It doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter what it is. The audience of your show wants some, a, a good portion of them want you to lose. So
1: they're going to vote for me no matter what. Correct. Yeah. Cause you did not bring it. And yet you got a lot of votes. So this is obviously just voting against myself and Vinny. What do, you,
0: what do you mean? I did not bring it. What does that supposed mean? To mean?
1: I I, didn't have any clips. You barely did any prep. You just showed up, told a couple stories about a guy you interviewed once for a job. (laughs) Like, all right, cool. Come on. (laughs) Listen for yourself. People tell me if
0: I'm wrong. All right. So, uh, today you and I, is it, who else is joining us tomorrow or today?
1: Well, this is very exciting. I was not expecting this, but the great drew lane will be joining us today. (sighs) Oh, Fuck yeah! I did their show this week. I do a week uh, every other week. I do an appearance on the Drew and Mike show, and uh, they always say, "What's coming up this weekend, Carl? What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, well, this weekend great. We're doing Dave and Chuck the Freak." And out of nowhere, because I've been trying to get Drew on the show for years now, and he's always like, "Yeah, yeah, Carl, I'll do, I'll do it, I'll do it. One of these days, one of these days." Out of nowhere, he goes, "I'll come on for that." Like, Wait, what? You will? So he's okay. not going to be on right away. We're going to start off. You and you and me are going to go through. We're going to talk about. Dave and Chuck the freak. We're going to pull some clips. We're going to talk about what they're doing uh, on their uh, riff morning show. And then uh, Drew's going to pop on and give us some background and, and whatever inside information he has.
0: Okay. So uh, Carl and I have not discussed what we've listened to and we won't. And uh, right. and I don't want to lead on in any way because we want this to be as true to what it's the spirit of the show. But I will say this, um, Drew uh, was of course on the riff before Dave and Chuck and um he doesn't really lead on to what happened ever uh i mean he kind of it's kind of um left to the imagination but i have theories that this was um i don't know i think i think i think he's pissed off i think he's always been pissed off and
1: i and i wouldn't blame him Um, You mean losing the the morning slot that he was doing? Yeah, yeah. Do you think he's upset about that? Uh, For my uh, yes,
0: uh, in my opinion, um, from my perspective, the way I saw this unfold, because I I was a fan of that show before anybody liked that show.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. You're one of those guys. I go
0: back to 1992 or Uh, thereabout when Drew showed up on the scene when he was when he was with Zip playing music. Okay, that's how far back I go. Um and their show not only was it number one in Detroit, but if you were to look at how they did in terms of audience percentage, um, it was like the highest-rated show in the history of ratings. I mean, talking about
1: Drew and Mike show. Drew and
0: Mike show. Yeah. So to be broomed in the way that his show was for the next thing, and it, I guess, it worked but i still fucking hate it um it was a real risk by whoever was in charge of the radio station at the time to do that and i i i i i, I was disgusted uh i'm always disgusted with the radio business in a lot of ways but this in particular was terrible well i'll um, tell
1: you that's why i'm excited to have you on the show today because we've been getting us we get suggestions from people of what podcasts to go go ahead and goof on and right now we're in the middle of jocktober so this is a tradition from the Opie and Anthony show where during the month of October, we make fun of radio shows because they, they're usually in podcast form as well. So trust me, it all works. All right. <laughs> so right. we've been getting recommendations to do Dave and Chuck the Freak ever since Drew Lane brought up Who Are These Podcasts a couple of years ago. I've been getting bombarded with this. So this is a long time coming. And I'm excited to have you, Eric Zane, with your unique perspective on it. Rather than just one of my goofball friends who comes in and goes, Oh, this is a stupid radio show, blah, blah, blah. You know, I think you're going to actually bring some knowledge and some insights that we wouldn't get from just uh, a local yokel that I usually do these shows with.
0: No, they're, well, I'll tell you what, all those local yokels always do an amazing job. And they, uh, I've always been very impressed with the perspective and the insight of people who are just radio listeners. And it's always, always been very good. So um, I think that they, they would have done a fine job but um
1: you talk into the microphone do you ever do like this am is, i am i is, radio it, radio is, radio. It, is it hard to hear no no this is what your cane is you go like this you go yeah carl you know what's actually interesting about that, is that I, what, <laughs> is what i do what i do with a radio show it's right here just leave just keep it right here
0: <laughs> i can't i i i'm i'm always moving you're right i gotta i gotta sit still or
1: do what i do and get an arm and then just like carry it around with you and like, <laughs> sweats thing going
0: he has uh, Carlos sent me messages in all caps before. And he's like, <laughs>
1: "Speak into
0: the microphone, asshole." And I'm like, "Oh shit, sorry. I'm kind really. of an idiot." I wasn't
1: going to say anything, but you're like, "You're I can be odd the way you're doing it today." I feel like oh, you're doing it fuck.
0: Damn it. <laughs> Holy shit. Um okay. So, uh I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. And it's you know what's interesting is uh one of the gentlemen on The Dave and Chuck the Freak Show, I know very well his name. I used to I used to work with Andy Green on that show.
1: You know what's funny? We'll get into this, but I was going on their website to figure out who everybody is. Yeah, I know that Andy's not an important character on the show because there's no last name. Like the the important people get the last name. Lisa's got her last name on there, and Dave and Chuck, and there's like oh, and Andy's on here too. Like okay well it's got Oh work.
0: my god uh the, so that I have a, I have a ton of material to give uh to talk about with you I like to I really like to get into it I like to delve into it it's almost like therapeutic for me Good. Um you know and so it's almost like uh be, being a program director giving the worst air check to a show in the history of air checks which is when the program director sits in front of the radio people and says, you're doing this all wrong. You got to do it this way. You got to do this. But Dave and Chuck are doing it all wrong. Oh, good. All right. Well, they are doing it all wrong, much to their success, which I cannot explain.
1: So, yeah, I I will tell you that I've been listening to uh, the Drew and Mike show this week. And Drew's been checking in in anticipation for his appearance. And I've just been really enjoying him talking about what's wrong with the show. He's like, I don't want to get into it. And then he can't stop himself.
0: Yeah, it's hard.
1: It's really hard. I'm
0: surprised. I am honestly surprised that he would do that because Drew, I think, keeps it close to the vest. I don't think he's ever really let it fly how he feels. He's subtly thrown out jabs. But half the time, I'm always like, dude,
1: fucking kill him. Let it fly. Let him have it. He doesn't do that. I was shocked when he volunteered to come on the show, because like I said, I've been trying to get him on for a while. And I would have thought that if he would have come on, it would be someone he's not connected to in any way.
0: Dude, this is going to be great. I'm excited about that. Um,
1: We all, uh, Opie, are we going to talk about Opie too? Yeah, Opie had my buddy Dr. Steve on. So we got to talk about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, if I listened to that, I'd probably pull the same clips as you. So I'm going to go on to another episode, see if I can pull something else out of that. But
1: uh, but, I listened to
0: the episode. I was like, oh no. And then there was something also spectacular that happened with Opie this week too, that I don't want to reveal what it is, but it has never, ever happened before. If I'm
1: understanding correctly, is that right, Carl? As far as I know, and I'll just go ahead and say it because we're teasing the episode. We want people to listen to it. Opie acknowledged our existence and who are these podcasts now? This is many times people have put in comments because, you know, he's reading the YouTube chat and stuff. They're like, hey, Carl from Who Are These Podcasts says blah, 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 And they'll be like, I don't know who that is. I don't know what you're talking about. And, you know, he always pretends he doesn't. He obviously knows who I am. <laughs> I mean, I've been on with Jim Norton and Anthony Kubia and E-Rock and all the people he used to work with talking about. It. He knows who I am. But anyway, so finally he says, well, who are these podcasts? Those guys suck because they wouldn't even be able to do what they do if it weren't for me. Uh, I started this whole thing, which is always a great, you know. Oh, oh oh yeah, you think you can play rock and roll, Jimmy Page? Well yeah. I started rock and roll. It's like all right, well I, I, I right, that know, works.
0: it's funny how you how you describe that. Whenever a person that's their um response, I always thought I always cringed when Howard said it for yeah. years. I've I've never I've always, when a person has said, I invented something and sounds all whiny like that, I always get the impression of a really insecure, sad individual who's yeah. super hurt. And I'm always like, shut the fuck up. Just go do something new then. Oh, my God. So that's uh, that. That's a terrible
1: discussion to make. The fact of the matter is you're not doing it now. Oh. Well, also, the person who invents something rarely is the best at it. Are we still driving Model Ts? I don't <laughs> think so. I, I don't think I think the Tesla is a little bit more high tech and advanced than what Henry Ford was building 120 years ago. Um, moving on,
0: you must be very uh, very impressed with your Buffalo Bills. Congratulations on the uh, start of the season.
1: Oh, the Buffalo Bills look amazing. I went to the home opener where they got beat by Pittsburgh, which what, we were all shaking our heads. What's going on? Now they're back in true form, beating the Chiefs in Kansas City, and uh, also my Sabers last night out of nowhere, winning five to one in their home opener against the, uh, wow.
0: The that's, that's remarkable considering that they're, they're expected to do terribly this year.
1: Oh, they suck.
0: And, uh, <laughs> but they, they get a win the Red Wings. Did you see what happened to the Red Wings? No, what happened to the Red Wings? Okay. So I'll just cut to the end with six minutes to go. They're up six to three. Wow. Tampa scores three goals to tie it. They win it overtime.
1: Whoa. <laughs> that's a meltdown right there. <laughs> a three goal lead with six minutes to go. Oh, that should be pretty uh, easy to hold out. I mean, Tampa's a good team. They can yeah, still
0: a yeah. There was the were they were up uh, four to one, but Larkin had a five minute major in the second period, and Stamkos put two in yeah uh, during the five minute major. So and and he got a match penalty. Larkin got kicked out of the game. What did so, he do? Well, he got checked from behind, and he didn't like that because that's how he got hurt last year. So he got up, and the guy was skating back around. He sucker punched him. Nice. So they gave him Go five, ahead. five in a match, and that was it. So, but that ended up that was very costly. So if you're the captain of the team, you just cost your team. Yeah, sure. The fans loved it, and you got some retru- uh, retribution. But two goals because the and their best players out of the game. So I mean, take that for what it's worth.
1: So this is a typical start to uh, a Red Wings season for the last few years. Though. The
0: last few years. And then our Lions. How about the fact that this tough coach has already been reduced to tears? This, I actually
1: feel terrible about this. That poor man. He's crying. I have to tell you, that Lions game. I'm watching the end of that game because I had money on it. And the fact that the Lions lost made me 200 bucks. <laughs> that was such an amazing, epic meltdown by the Lions. They, to go for two points, 37 yeah. seconds to go ballsy call. They get it. And you're like, this coach wants to win this game. Yes. Couldn't hold on. Oh (laughs) God. 30 seconds. All they had to do to stop one pass from happening.
0: I don't even get mad. I don't even really say anything bad about them. I just go, Oh God. It's, it's really, I mean, they, the, the, um, now that they've developed a new way of losing where they'll roar back they'll be out of the game and in yeah. no time somehow i mean they're, they're they're having great success in getting back with a like a chance to
1: win the game and then it always like oh no
0: we do it we did it again
1: so you know. being a bills fan for the last 20 years up until the last couple of years here I, that's been the story of our lives too so i totally get it and it's funny because i do live vicariously through my friends in detroit now and so I will watch these lions games pretty closely <laughs> and I've been through this man. It's, it's brutal. But then you get to a point where you're like, Oh, I don't care if they win. <laughs> I, I got to that point with the bills. And cause there was a, I remember very vividly there was a Thursday night game and I had to go to band practice. So I DVR'd it and then I get home and I have to work in the morning and I'm, I'm staying up late to watch this game and fast forwarding through the commercials and, and the bills just lay an egg in Miami and I'm all pissed off. And I go, what, why do I care? Why do I care so much about it? Right. Why is it affecting my life? And I just stopped caring after that. It gets more fun when you stop caring. And then if they win, you're like, all right, I never really got off the bandwagon. I just right. stopped getting pissed off. Correct. I stopped yelling at the TV for a few years, which was very good for me. And right. uh, now I'm I'm right back with it. Like, all right, we're going to the Super Bowl. Let's do it.
0: All right, Carl. Uh, so we will start recording at roughly 2 p.m. today. Is that the, is that the plan? 2 p.m., yep. Uh, so if you right. follow uh, Who Are These Podcasts on Discord, you can catch it live while we're doing it.
1: Yeah, we'll uh, link to our Discord. Anyone can do this. <clears throat> if You go to whoarethese.com on our about page. We have links to all the different things where you can find us. The Discord link, you can do it through your web browser. You can download the Discord app and you click into a channel in there and you can hear Eric and myself in real time uh, talking about uh, Dave and Chuck the Freak.
0: Yep. All right, man, I am stoked about it. And uh no, that's cool that Drew is doing that. That's a rare thing. I'm excited. Uh this is a, a guy who in the radio industry, you know this, I've talked to you about this uh, uh off the podcast. I mean, if it hadn't been for a show like Drew, for of the for the Drew and Mike show, I wouldn't have been able to kind of parlay. I I took what they did and it's like I got, I got to put my own spin on this. I really like it and then I that's what I wanted to do, a show like that. Huge influence on um, right, what I next, what I did in radio.
1: So ass when Drew's actually on this show. I don't. No, want to no, no. I don't want to
0: say it then, but I'll say it to you now All on right. my show that it That's was. Good. I mean, it's it's big. It's really, really big. I I'm very, very grateful for that. So,
1: don't make What's fun that? of me, fucking a. I'm just telling you. I don't. I don't want to ask us going go. No,
0: I'm not going to do any of that. I won't do. I won't say shit about that.
1: No, I, honestly, Eric. I'll say this. I think one of the reasons why Drew's coming on. Is because I said I was doing the show with you. And he goes, oh, I'll come out and do that with you guys. Oh, fun. Great. So, that is cool. Uh, that is very, yeah. very cool. I'm, I'm all excited right. for it. Okay. I'll talk to you in a little while. Sounds good, buddy.
0: Okay. And uh, by the way, thanks again. That's a, that's a good job you did in supporting Whitmer uh, with all the uh, vaccine stuff. You're doing an awesome job over there.
1: <laughs> all right. Thanks, thanks <laughs> to all the Zaniacs. Tune in later today <gasps> or check it out when I upload it this week on Who Are These Podcasts? Yeah. Yeah. See ya. All right. See ya.
0: Get out of here. There you go. Carl from Worthy's podcast. He hates Whitmer. <sighs> Dirk says, go Bills. Go Bills. Was that Marv Levy? Uh, Chris says, that's how Detroit teams roll. Damn it, Diana. Talk into the mic. Man, Carl's chirp game is strong today. Oh yeah, he's he's got skills. Uh, John says if Vinny Paulino dies when he jumps into Lake Erie, it will be the best podcast stunt ever. Uh, Eric is a creep. He stares at women in the gym bending over. Hmm. Carl got an hour. I got 10 minutes last night. Kyle says, Carl, I love your poster. What was that poster of? All right. Uh, Sam writes, Zane, your banner where it says Eric Zane dash still married is the best. You know, if we could go back five years, Greg and Chris would think there was a 100% chance you'd be the one to get divorced. So oh, I can guarantee it. I can guarantee they would have thought I got divorced, but somehow I kept it together. Thank you. They actually helped me. There was, uh, there was a time in my life when, uh, things were not great and they were, uh, they actually helped me through that too bad. Greg's a fucking asshole. Now here's the thing. Greg used to talk so much shit about Bob and Tom getting divorced. He used to always throw that joke out all the time. That was his big go-to. Yeah. Yeah. Go get divorced or some shit like that. It's like, Oh no, dude. Thank you to Carl from who are these podcasts for joining me on the show as I was wrapping up or as I was starting, you know, I was coming up here and I, I had to, I had to go and take care of O'Neill. this dog. I mean, my God, he is so thankful and thank you uh, for telling me to go let him out. That was bad. He's like, Oh God, this is terrible. I do want to remind you that TC Paintball will be the place to be coming up on Sunday, 4 p.m. We are playing Paintball again, and I want to hear from you. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If you want to join us, we'll have about 20. I would like a little more, but uh, not bad at all. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Pizza party beforehand from BC Pizza. So BC Pizza, TC Paintball. You pay 35 bucks. you get the paint, you get the gun, you get the mask, and then off you go. All right, stay right there. I gotta let Daisy in. Do you have a uh, pet or a dog that has a fear of missing out? Oh, well, that's Daisy. She's uh, right outside of the door going. Woof. Boof. Let me in. Uh, losing weight too, by the way. Uh, a little bit a uh, little bit chunky. She was 53 pounds a couple of years ago. She's 70 right now. And we just can't have that. So we cut the food down from a cup to three quarters cup a day or one in the morning, one in the night. And I, it it looks like no food in the bowl. And I'm like, God, this is, I actually feel bad about this, but she's doing great. Losing weight. I think she's already down about five, six pounds. Okay. Enough of that. Uh, So again, join me for paintball. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Got an email, uh, a couple of emails I want to share. Uh, Jason writes this and he sent a um, he sent a picture along and I'll, I'll you I think you'll be able to figure out what's uh, what's happening here. This is a picture uh, from his bathroom. He says he's channeling his NFK and my daughter Jackie. You got a piece of pizza looks like shit by the way, on a plate in the bathroom with a bush light okay what's going on here i thought the same thing he writes this came home from work the wife had pizza ready for the football game tonight grabbed a slice and a bush and a bush beer bush light on my way to the shower Loading the NFK Bush beer shit howitzer and enjoying a slice on the John, a la the princess of the forest. Ha ha, sick fuck. Signed, Zaniac, Jason. So the guy's sitting on the toilet, uh, eating pizza. He brings up the NFK because that's what he drinks. He brings up my daughter. Because of the FaceTime conversation that I had with her. And the conversation uh, starts out. I'm like, uh, she's eating ice cream and it's just closed in on her face. What do you do? I'm sitting on the toilet eating ice cream. I would love to sit. I was completely disgusted. Uh, that's awful. And then I, uh, I remembered that uh, this happened to me. I actually did something very similar. I've told this story before, but it's worth telling again. Uh, Grand Rapids International Airport. uh, Went and got a sub. Started to eat the sub. uh, Walked into the bathroom. Standing at the urinal. Eating the sub. At that point, it did not even occur to me that there was anything gross going on. That shows you how screwed up I am. It wasn't until I was walking out of the bathroom at the airport. And I overhear one lady say to another, that guy came out of the bathroom eating. And I went, yeah, I guess that is pretty screwed up. Awful. So I can't, I can't, uh, I can't say much. I mean, I haven't done it in a long time. But that's absolutely horrible. Uh, you can hang out with me coming up, and uh, and puppy dogs, and you know that this is uh, this is always something that's right up my alley. My friends at Harbor Humane here on the west side of the state in Michigan, there's an event coming up that I will be involved in, uh, called Halloween. Okay, so you can hang out with me coming up. Uh, Next Saturday, the 23rd, at a place called The Shops at West Shore. There's a parking lot there. That's where this is going on. 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. There is a a dog costume contest. And I am the judge. Uh, That will be at about 4 p.m. So dress your dog up, okay, and go to this event. It's a fundraiser for Harbor Humane. I love those folks over there. So I'll be hanging out. Uh, I'll probably bring O'Neal for sure. Maybe Bruce. Now, Bruce would have to go. I would only bring O'Neal and Bruce. Those are the two that get, a well, uh, get along well with other dogs. Daisy would kick, would, would cause a fight and would kick every dog's ass. And uh it would be ugly. We can't have that. She actually bit O'Neill yesterday. A poor dude. He's got um. He knows that if if I open up the back door and she's there first, he's not going to try to go out because she always tries to kick his ass. And I normally like box her out like fucking uh, Patrick Ewing. And then he can get out. But this time I did not. And he decides to make a break for it and goes out. And she chomps. And she actually caught him. And he goes, Poor guy. Uh, So she cannot go. Benny, I wouldn't dare bring out because he's scared of his own shadow. All right. She writes also, if this is something you and Diana would be interested in, we're still looking for folks to come with trunks. So show up with your car, load it up with candy. uh, Consider backing your car in up to the sidewalk and handing out candy from the uh, back of the hatch. It's for the kids, obviously. Folks will be decorating their cars and trucks. I think we might have a contest to see who has the best decorations. And it's a dog-friendly event, so bring whoever you want. All right. So if you wanted to do that, and promo it on the podcast. Uh, You get to meet a ton of people. We are expecting a big crowd. And I mean, she says she wants me to bring the NFK. And I'm like, oh boy. She wrote, he could uh, show up and call some people the N-word and scare some of the kids, JK, JK. Uh, However, I do really want to meet him. (sighs) NFK stories are always my favorite part of the podcast, she writes. Which, by the way, today, uh, he... uh, this this microwave issue is is uh rearing its ugly head again. I think this thing is about to die, and that's a bad thing. Because I got it working the other day when I unplugged the damn microwave and he was shocked by my wizarding powers. And uh today it it went south on him again. He goes, Hey! The fucking thing shit fuck. It just fucking died again. How the fuck did you get it going? I go, Well, uh I reached up here and I unplugged it, which he is he just he's tiny. He's short. He's shorter than I am. And he, he can't move. So I go, uh, so I got it working. He goes, okay, there, there it is. I go, well, I, said no, I said, Michael, but I don't, I don't want you reach getting up here on a chair and trying to unplug it. Cause you're going to fall and bust your ass and die. And I'm going to have to clean up the the mess. So uh, don't, don't do that. All right. He goes, well, look, if we got to replace the microwave shit, fuck man. I, I swear. I'll, 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 I'll help you. I'll, I'll help you. I'll pay for it. I'm like, uh, well, yeah, you're damn well. You're, you're going to pay for it. Cause you broke it. You're the one who uses that thing so much. You've already destroyed the ice maker in the TV. Of course, you're going to pay for it. The next thing is the toilet. Uh, Allison says she'll also be at tonight's super spreader hockey game. She says as much as I would hate wearing a mask for three hours watching hockey. I'm a little freaked out that they're just like, fuck it. Let's put 11,000 people in here. Vaccinations and masks, be damned, and see what happens. Yikes! Much anxiety. I'm jealous of your plexiglass bubble. Signed, Allison. All right. I'm on Cameo. Hire me. Cameo.com/slash Eric zane Always fun to do a cameo. They're fifteen dollars, fifteen ninety nine, actually. Hire me on Cameo, Cameo.com slash Eric Zane, either on your desktop or through the Cameo app. If you are in uh, the area of West Michigan, call or text Dumpster Divers. If you need a dumpster, 616-375-9962. That's 616-375-9962. I reached out to Kyle yesterday after we got done with the podcast when he joined me. And I hired him. I said, yeah, man, bring that shit over. I need a dumpster. Gonna cost you less than any other dumpster company in and around West Michigan. And you're supporting a sponsor, 616-375-9962. And then uh, while I'm at it, A and E heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez needs to tune up your furnace. He's got a crew now. He's got two son in laws working for him. So that's awesome. It's when he started uh marketing on the podcast, it was just him. But you guys have really, really uh uh open up your homes to him so that he's taking care of your furnaces and your air conditioners. Thank you. You need a tune up. A E heating and cooling, 79 bucks, 616-516-8579. I'm narrating a dog fight as we speak. I don't know if you can hear it, but they are uh they are playing. That is Daisy's uh pretty much the only dog she'll play with is Bruce. Now, if this gets out of hand, he's gonna start to hump And uh, so we'll have to keep that from happening. You guys, I know, will love that. So I know your fingers are crossed. Is there anything better than watching two dogs play, though? Seriously. French Bulldog, English Bulldog. All right. Let's get into Rogan V. Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Uh, Gupta with CNN, Rogan, you know, the tale of the tape here. He uh, recovered from um, COVID. He went with all that nonsense that he quote unquote threw the kitchen sink at it. And then everybody lost their mind. CNN said, ah, he's taking horse medicine or something like that. And he's like, oh fuck, should I sue them for lying? He brings it up with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. I actually liked his approach here.
2: But but, but what? But uh, so so for you, Joe Rogan? Yes, I would say you've had it. Yes. So now get one shot of the vaccine. No. Why not? Because I have better immunity
4: than I would if I was vaccinated. We so right? right? Okay. Uh, yes. If you have it,
0: if you got it, you're vac- you're, va- you're uh you're uh, protected more than the vaccine. However, however, if you had it and you get vaccinated, that's even more. That's proven. You are even more protected. Why would you not do that? He doesn't want to. He's a moron. All right.
4: I think your immunity is really good. So why, if I've already gotten through COVID, and I was really only sick for a day?
0: And I wish uh, I wish Gupta had the had the opportunity to explain that to this fucking numbskull. But he doesn't because they start talking about what CNN said. Okay.
4: Then five days later, I was negative. And I, I do have the natural antibodies now. Why would I take a chance in getting vaccinated on top of that? By the way, I'm glad you're,
2: you're, you're better. are you. I'm glad it only lasted a day. You're probably really
0: the only am. one at CNN that's glad. That's, that's, that's a deflection right there. I'm glad you're better. He's totally deflecting. He knows he's fucked here. Gupta's screwed.
4: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not. The done. rest of them are all lying about. Hold on a Have the natural antibodies now. Why would I take a chance in getting vaccinated? On top of that. By the way, I'm glad you're 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 better. I'm glad you. It only lasted a day. You're I probably really the only am. one at CNN that's glad. No, 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 no. We're not. The done. rest of them are all lying about me taking horse medication. <laughs> and we should talk about that. That bothered you. It should bother you too. I, They're well, lying I, at your neck. I would say this. I would go. Oh,
0: uh, what do you mean? Well, yeah, they said I took horse medicine. Well, what is the horse medicine called? Ivermectin. What did you get? Ivermectin. All right. Well, then you took horse medicine.
4: About people taking human drugs versus drugs for it, veterinary medicine. Calling it a horse to worm is not a flattering thing. I get it's that. It's a lie. It's a lie on a news network. It, it, and it's a lie.
0: True or false? Ivermectin gets rid of worms and horses. True or false? You can only answer one.
4: True. Well, then you took horse medicine. That's a willing. That's, that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake.
0: I would have kicked his ass. Uh Gupta is unarmed here in this fight. Uh, uh I, Rogan is easily defeated with brainiac like wit that I would have uh indulged him with, but Gupta is he can't handle it.
4: They're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Well, the FDA put this thing
2: out. You saw that. Did you see that thing that the FDA put out? What did the FDA put out? (laughs) It was a tweet, and it was snarky. I admit it. They said, you are not a horse. You are not a cow. Stop taking this stuff or something like that. Why
4: would you say that? There you go. Perfect. When you're talking about a drug that's been given out to billions and billions of people. For malaria and parasites and shit like
0: that. Not for fucking COVID, you stupid idiot.
4: That was responsible for one of the inventors of it, making the Nobel the Prize, the Nobel Prize in 2015. 15, yeah. Yeah. No, a, a drug well, that has been shown to stop viral replication in. V- so horse medicine has another effect when taken in small doses.
0: It can help uh, a lot of these impoverished people uh, in, in in third world, world countries. Great. That's awesome. Has nothing to do with COVID. And it is horse
4: medicine. You know that, right? Know. Why would they lie and say that's horse dewormer? I can afford people medicine, motherfucker. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's just a lie. I don't think anyone is th- <laughs> but don't you think that a lie like that is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know oh, that...
0: Oh, shit. You want to talk about dangerous? Telling the world to take ivermectin is dangerous, Joe Rogan. Fine. That's know dangerous. That you know
4: that I took medicine. Like, here it is. This is ivermectin. You got it, with it right you. here. Somebody gave it to me. Yeah. Right. right. That's that's what you'd give to a horse.
2: I, I do you, see, the, the thing is, we're, we're, we're like going so fast. Like, I feel like I'm missing. I'm missing. Do you think I want that to, that's a
4: problem that your news network it was not, lies?
2: Well, I don't. I don't
4: Dude. I, what did they say? They lied what did and they said say? I was taking horse dewormer. First of all, it was prescribed to that, me.
0: That's when you say, Gupta, don't fucking fold. Say, well, okay. Uh, does ivermectin help horses? Yes or no, and when he says yes, because he can only answer yes or no. When he says yes, I say, well, then wasn't wasn't a lie,
4: by a doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Along they with shouldn't have said it was a bunch worse. of if, other if medications. If, was, if you
2: got a human pill, because there were people that were taking it, the veterinary medication, and I, you're not obviously, you got it from a doctor, so that it shouldn't be called that. Ivermectin can be a very effective medication for parasitic disease and as you say it's probably you know yeah, he's what,
0: fucking would you fight him grow a fucking spine gupta
2: a quarter billion people have taken it around the world more, I get that way more so way more can, billions
4: can, of people have taken it
2: can, can i just come back to the one i want to talk about two things on the ledger to,
4: you have before we get to that does it bother you that the news network you work for out and out lied well, just outright lied about me
2: taking horse dewormer they, they they shouldn't have said that why did they do that i don't know you didn't ask i didn't you, think there was you're the medical guy over there i didn't ask i should have asked no. them, but they did it with
4: oh. such glee you know, No, should sure. i, I tell you what,
0: rogan has taken his time and just he 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 knows he knows that gupta is is not going to do anything to defend himself in any way shape or form he's got him
2: he's killing him they, you I watched? watched I watched you watched. no I don't think there's yes glee. they did I don't I no one takes Joe Rogan <laughs> says she he's COVID take, taking livestock
4: drug bes- despite warnings
2: yeah Jamie had to pull this up you want to huh? play
4: it is she, okay. she this is glee? your news network
0: I'm the producer brings up the the video where some talking head is is saying saying exactly what he said let's watch. see
2: I'm gonna watch
1: Rogan telling his 13 million Instagram followers that he was treated with several drugs and he included Ivermectin on the list, a drug used for livestock. The FDA and the CDC warn against.
0: That's true. That is a true fact. You cannot dispute that. Ivermectin does do that. What the hell? Why is everybody making a big deal about this?
1: Using to treat COVID
4: turns out i got covid look at, they put a so yellow filter on me to the kitchen sink at all <laughs> of all kinds of mess
0: they showed the video from the instagram when they made his face green which is
4: hysterical you Claw see the, the, the original video versus uh, i dialogue. look like Mexican shit there Z do you pack? know that i think you look good pause uh, pause it's enough <laughs> Prednisone. <laughs> i
2: don't that's think that's enough
4: Jimmy. <laughs> i don't think Aaron had glee oh well it's more J- brian stelter was the gleeful one but this, the point is that's a lie it can be used for humans. I, I get it. I, I totally... Not just could be used for humans.
0: Saying it... that ivermectin is a horse medicine is not a lie. It is. Prove me wrong.
4: Often used for humans along with all the other drugs I took. All human and, drugs. And,
0: and one thing is for damn sure. It's not for COVID. You're, it has nothing to do with COVID.
4: Yes, they know it's a
2: human drug. It's, it's a it can, It's right. But and the, they lied. The thing is defamatory. It, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, they shouldn't have done that. I it's get, defamatory, right? Well, I don't know if it's defamatory. I
0: yeah,
4: bet it
2: is. Uh, I Gupta I'm, is getting bullied. Lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. It's but, a lie. Well, see, here's the thing: it, it, can we? You can have nuanced discussions about this. <laughs> no,
4: right? you can't. Yeah, you, can. you can't have nuanced discussions about lying about someone taking horseshoe worm. Uh,
0: Gupta is not has has no business being in this discussion. He's being annihilated. All right. Shit. I keep, uh, so, I so resetting the damn thing.
2: Shit. Unless I, oh I, yes, they. Do. They don't want you, you stop to get it. sick, Joe. Yes uh anyone takes people's illness oh I, yes they do they don't want you, you to get stop sick it. joe yes they do
4: they, they want you to get sick that i got healthy i w- Hold on a second bruce is humping daisy
1: knock it off
0: a lot of firsts on the show today uh silence bruce humping daisy has that been going on behind me
4: the, that's one thing that they didn't report on. The fact that I was negative five days later and working out six days later. Well I'll Six like, days after infection, I
2: was back in the gym. I'm glad. Felt great. I'm glad you you do. I really Me am. Too. I, I think Thank you. Most of the people I'm i of glad you're glad. You're a nice guy. Most of the people <laughs> I know, I think, would be glad that you. I don't think that <laughs> there was anything. There's a lot
4: of people out there that weren't glad. But my point is. You're working for a news organization. If they're lying about a comedian I don't think taking they horse medication, what, what, where, where, what are they telling where us the about lie? Russia? What are they telling us about Syria? Oh, Do you, doing know, you this understand leap. that that's why people get concerned about the veracity of the news? The, 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 the con-
0: All I'm concerned with is the one-sided affair against a guy who got blindsided did Sanjay Gupta by Joe Rogan. With this attack, he's nervous, he's upset, Gupta doesn't know what the fuck to say, and, he's, and, and this uh, very skilled uh, interviewer has dismantled him and uh, got, got him to say what he wants to say, and uh, basically, um, I, it's, it's shocking how one-sided that is. Actually, it's not, because Gupta isn't, isn't prepared for that. He's getting him to admit that they lied
2: was, uh, look, just the nuanced part of this. And you're not taking a horse to warmer. I get it. You got that as a legitimate I, medication from a It is a horse wherever. to
4: a My friend Megan. Probably.
2: What the fuck?
0: I don't get it. Well, alright. So now the whole world is losing their minds. Seeing Joe Rogan, he proved the truth. Oh yeah, he got him to admit this. yeah, He was talking to a pussy is what it was. That's what that was. That's why it was that. That's why it went the way it did. He knew exactly what he was doing. That's why he got him on the show for that moment there. And that's the only thing anyone is going to talk about now. And all you dumbasses are going to bite right hard on that and say, see? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, of course. Corey says he's a doctor. He's not trained in how to debate. Absolutely. It was like a, an adult and a child there. Uh, Boomer Bob says CNN should have prepared a promoter for Gupta. But, all right. So uh, Rogan is uh, playing up this whole business that his uh, his horse dewormer that he takes is some type of wonder drug. And buying into that whole stupid mindset when it doesn't do anything. Okay. And then he continues. He talks about, that's dangerous. It's dangerous for CNN. He, this guy is as dangerous as CNN. He's just as bad for promoting his kitchen sink drug cocktail, whatever the fuck it was. Rogan doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's admitted it before that he's a moron. He's a fucking cage fighter, whatever he is, a jujitsu guy that happens to have a microphone. He didn't know shit. I trust doctors, real doctors, not fucking quack doctors who give horse dewormer like he got. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hey, let me help your business. Go to, uh, check me out here at, uh, eric at ericsaintshow.com. Drop me a line if you want in on, um, being a mark, uh, marketing plan on the show. Eric at ericsaintshow.com. I can help you out, put you in front of thousands of people each and every day right here on the podcast. Excuse me. Like Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid. 616-532-6600. Reach out to them. They uh, are a uh, West Michigan auto repair business that uh, wants your business. Trusted source for getting work done. Anything at all to keep your car on the road, preventative maintenance, something goes wrong, you got a friend. You got a friend in me at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. 616-532-6600. I got a mortgage guy, 231-332-6505, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska, if you need a mortgage, you got a guy, Mario and his team at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. And then, of course, the managed IT service provider for this show, Blue Frost IT. If anything goes south with your tech, reach out to Blue Frost IT. 616-285-50. 616-285-50 for Blue Frost IT. Batting cleanup. Okay. Boomer Bob says, quote, I trust the system. Signed, Eric Zane. Dirk says, you trust propaganda. Um, Referring to Rogan, yet he's alive and healthy. Sam writes, if this was 1915, Zane would be telling us we're stupid for not giving our babies cocaine syrup for a cough. What the fuck are you talking about? Or taking heroin for headaches, because that's what or, uh, doctors say to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Derek writes, Corey, you quote, trust the science while champ championing, championing shutting down of studying all science, which tests off-label brands to find cures. What do you think of that, Corey? And then Reginald writes the medical expertise to talking the medical expertise to talking ratio way out of whack in these comments in the chat, the asshole of the day could be Bruce for humping Daisy. Uh, maybe an honorable mention, uh, brought to you by TC paintball. I want to see you at paintball on Sunday, TC paintball, GR.com. If you want to book a party and J M synthetics online at J M It's Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan is the asshole of the day. You're like, why? why because he is. <clears throat> Quit telling me you didn't take ivermectin. There you go. Congratulations. Thank you to everybody who pointed out the Rogan and Gupta clip. It was great. He did a hell of a job bullying that poor man. My God. Okay. I will talk to you folks on the Patreon a little bit later on. Till then, have a great one. Bye bye.